I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? Happy Friday. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you from the Overton Hotel and Conference Center, uh, the official hotel of Texas Tech Athletics, where we uh, join you every Friday before home Saturday football games. Uh, stoked to be here. Of course, tomorrow they'll be hosting Lubbock's biggest game day celebration, Wreckham Alley at the Overton. They'll have live music, patio games, a cash bar, all of your favorite game day foods, and much, much more. The pregame party starts three hours before kickoff, and the fun will continue uh, after the game. Hopefully uh, a lot of fun. Hopefully celebrating a Red Raider victory. We'll have that game for you tomorrow here on Double T 97.3 Texas Tech and Kansas State. Uh, optimum game day live beginning at 7 a.m., and we'll take you all the way up to kickoff. We'd love to get your thoughts. And your comments today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at DoubleT973.com. You can also access that through the Double T973 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Gus, how you going? Your Sometimes knob is not turned on. I'm even better with the microphone. Yeah. Some some would say I'm better with the microphone all the way off. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Friday, man. It's hard to hard to be in a bad mood today, right? Yeah. Lots going on. Sure. Lots going on. We've got a, we've got the four, four final teams in the MLB. We got the, we had Big Twelve football drama last night. Oh man! A, a basically a, a hail mary. Yeah. yeah, those teams trading blows all night, and uh, yeah, I mean it's just good, good sports stuff. We've got our, we've got the the stages set for Rangers Astros Sunday night. I am uh, excited. Most importantly, though, this. Uh, Red Raider football game tomorrow. Homecoming stuff going full blast right now. It's a good, good day to be around campus. Got a beautiful day. Weather. Looking forward to it. Got Eclipse classes right here. We do. We have a pair of tickets to give away to tomorrow's Tech K-State game. Um, no no hoops, no trivia question. Just if you want them, we're at the Overton. We're by the bar. Come snag them. Uh, first come, first serve. Uh, can't save them. And then we also uh, have eclipse glasses because of course tomorrow there will be a a solar eclipse and i think it's supposed to pass through here um around 11 45 i think that's right yep i think that's right right there uh and, and we're getting about a 80 85 percent i think that's right here. i think that's right yes uh we're narrowly missing the 100 percent we're we're right on the edge um, we're kind of between 70 and 90% somewhere, but it'll, it'll pass through, or at least it will be visible for us. It shouldn't, it's like, not like a weather front or something. It'll be visible for us around 1145. And so you don't want to view those things with your uh, bare naked eyes. Best to do that with some safety glasses, and we have some to give away um, here at the Overton. Because the Overton, you know what? They love to party, right? They love Wreckham Alley. They love hosting your events. They love hosting your family for short stays, but they also love your eyes, right? And they, <laughs> and they want you to keep your eyes. And so it's it's a uh, 
it's a passion project for them, their team eyes, and uh, they're hoping to protect as many as they can tomorrow. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Clint, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Do you have? Uh, are you eating your lunch right now? Uh, no, that is uh, what I'm going to heat up in the break. I have okay. some taquitos. Oh, nice. Uh, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Someone asks, how about those Cougs? That was a big one. That was... Uh, it was... You know what, Gus? I think that we pegged that one pretty close yesterday, right? We talked about how the Mountaineers hadn't really blown anybody out. They have played in a lot of close games at least in their victories. Um, Not a supremely explosive offense that's just going to kind of run away and hide. Uh, Defense is okay. Um, You know, and Houston clearly got better over their bye week or at least got healthier and better. Um, And they were ready, and they were kind of pissed off for greatness. And they battled. And, man, 12 seconds left seemed like all for naught with the Mountaineers scoring a a go-ahead touchdown flagged with a celebration penalty and uh the cougs go down the field in very you know short order and uh score a walk-off touchdown yeah and make that a manageable throw uh you know because that that td was what for 35 40 yard official distance um you know i don't i don't know i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and tell you donovan can't throw it 60 yards but I don't know that that's that, that he would be the first guy I would pick to to do the hail mary from way 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 out. Um, they got him in position for a, a manageable throw, and that was a four point game at that time. And so not a you know field goal, not an option there. And uh, and and he made a great throw, threw it right into the scrum. The ball got tipped up, and it was just a classic uh, you know just a classic hail mary scenario. Probably a nightmare for defensive back coaches and a dream for the for the offense because you're getting balls tipped around and and staying in the air and sure enough one of the houston received he didn't even go to the ground he just grabbed it and kind of danced off the back of the end zone for the celebration like it was just a, a big bull tipped around jump ball and i don't know that uh it's as dramatic as that when saving Dana Holgerson's job, right, as if he would have been fired this morning had they not won. Um, but certainly it takes some heat off. Oh, yeah. In, in a big, big way. Um, you know, not that it fundamentally kind of changes the calculus for the Cougs, but uh, it, at least they've kind of gotten that, that monkey off their back and have finally won a Big 12 game. Um, you know, and I don't think that the rest of their schedule is just – incredibly overwhelmingly daunting um i mean that game in 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 waco against baylor is manageable the game against cincinnati at home is manageable um you know we'll see what oklahoma state looks like in mid-november as they travel to houston and then the season finale at ucf that might be a a bowl game kind of knockout round yep like both teams yeah i agree that could be two teams hunting bowl eligibility or or trying to Maybe bump a game up into, you know, seven and five feels a little different than six and six. Some of those scenarios, but you're right. That, uh, and that'll have a little, I mean, again, those games like that aren't, aren't national, you know, head turners, but, you know, we all know what that feels like to be sitting there with five wins going, man, one more, 
one more win. And the, because you can think about it in terms of a either a job saver or just the first step toward building something better the next year. Extra sure. practices, a little bit of momentum, whatever. More Tech Talk next on Lubbock's Sports Station, Double T 97.3. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining today from the Overton Hotel and Conference Center, the official hotel of Texas Tech Athletics. Um... Gus, I mean, we're a long ways from this, right? I mean, this is this is cart way before the horse is even born. Okay, <laughs> so uh, don't get it twisted, anyone. But Oklahoma's undefeated, right? In the Big Twelve, they're three and zero. You have a handful of teams that are sitting there with one loss. Texas Tech is one of them. Texas, West Virginia, Kansas, Iowa State, Texas Tech are all 2-1 and one in conference play. Um, West Virginia, uh, which just suffered its first loss, they play at Oklahoma. Right? Odds are, you would sure think, that no matter what happens the rest of the way out for them, if they beat Oklahoma State, uh, next week in Morgantown, if they go down to Orlando and win, if they beat BYU at home, et cetera, that no matter what else happens the rest of the way out, probably taking an L, right, in in Norman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas plays Oklahoma as well, right, along with Texas Tech, uh, along with Kansas State. Uh, Iowa State plays Texas. They play Kansas. Texas Tech, Kansas, Texas. I guess my my question is: Is this a de facto knockout game for a spot in Arlington this weekend in Lubbock? Because unless Oklahoma yeah. just has the the meltdown of all meltdowns, right? You, they're probably safe to kind of book their tickets to Arlington, whether it says the the, the one seat or the right, two right, seat. right, or the two, right? Yeah, the the the. Uh, the two-loss thing is hard to get to. Anything can happen. But the two-loss thing is hard to get to with the schedule that they've got. Um, and, and, you know, specifically just the draw they got from the Big 12. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Because they, they would – and I don't even know how, how tiebreakers work in, when, in the situations where you don't have head-to-head. Um, and, you know – I don't need to spend a whole lot of time on that. Well, we got three <laughs> I know, but the 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 uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, Iowa State could have went out. Yeah, um, if Iowa State won out and Tech won out, they would both have identical conference records, and they would have not played each other. And by virtue of them both winning out, Texas would be eliminated. Now, Grant, this is. This is Lord of the Rings level fantasy here, <laughs> so I don't want anybody like driving out there to be so like. I do like that, swords. Yeah, that would involve OU losing to Iowa State and Texas losing to us. Iowa State already lost to Oklahoma. Ah, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Iowa State has Cincinnati, B uh, Baylor, 
uh, Kansas, BYU, Texas, and K-State. Yeah, that would involve Texas losing to both us and Iowa State then, yeah. And K-State has Texas and Austin. Uh, they have Kansas and Lawrence. That's the, the way you phrased it. Is, is it certain, nobody's playing themselves in this weekend. Sure. But what you're talking about as a knockout, it makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, like our, our mulligan, we burned our mulligan early up in Morgantown. Uh, would, would have preferred to have that mulligan there for uh, the, you know, for the game in Austin, really. It's like, you can go down there and see what happens. Sure. And if you come up short, you're still okay. Yeah, but, but uh, uh, it's, there's a lot, of, a lot of winning to be done in order for that game to have implications. Uh, a lot of winning to be done by both teams, but especially the Red Raiders for that game in Austin to have Arlington implications. We get this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, someone asks if Clint is back from suspension. He, he was never suspended. He was just <laughs> – he had an upset tummy is all after eating a whole box of crumble cookies. Yeah, what um, were they, uh, the strawberry? Yeah, strawberry Pop-Tart. Ooh. Yes, I got sick on can, those. I'm surprised you can even say that without kind of air gagging. Kind of, yeah, without a little, a little, as, a little kind of as a, much hmm? as you ate. Well, you uh, you couldn't see me from back here, but that a uh, sixteen spot yesterday that was a lot to handle. <laughs> sixteen spot. Uh, someone says Wyoming is better than advertised. I mean, they're, they're having a good year, right? There's no doubt about it. Um, I think that if you they're they're five and one. I think that if you win that game again, going back to this, the the question of if you could take one back, would you rather have a win over Wyoming or Oregon? If if you if you pick that Wyoming game and Tech escapes there with a win, whether it's by one point or forty points, um, I think that four and two looks quite a bit different. Yeah, honestly, it, it it looks like they're in a situation in which they they could go win a group of five conference with a nice record, but they didn't take down their power five opponents, and uh, uh, yeah, that that's what it looks like. Uh, we have given away our tickets, so we are we are now officially ticketless. Uh, they've got a big game this weekend. They're going to play at Air Force in uh, Colorado Springs. The uh, to give you some idea of better than advertised, right? This is Wyoming, five and one, playing a five and zero Air Force team. Mm-hmm. Cowboys are eleven point underdogs. Really, eleven point. Wow. Underdogs. So, wow! I didn't realize uh, I didn't realize Air Force had that much in the tank. No, they have planes. You're right. Yeah, we've got lots of jet planes, fuel. helicopters. Not not very many tanks. Um, You're so dumb. <laughs> nice. Somebody says this: the Houston game outcome was annoying. Who do you have winning in Lubbock? Well, the Red Raiders. And I think I, I think I saw what an over under at fifty six. So the uh, our friends in the desert bumping up the bumping up the point total a bit over where we were a couple weeks ago. Texas, uh, yeah, Texas Tech is a one and a half point favorite currently with a point total over under set at fifty eight. Oh, fifty eight. Okay, so it's gone up a little yep. bit because uh, I, I I had that in my mind as being like a you know a twenty eight twenty seven type game. I guess I guess that'd be more of a thirty twenty nine game if or whatever that'd be twenty nine and a half to twenty eight and a half. 
is sort of what they're looking at when they go up, go to point spread and point total. And the um, football index matchup predictor gives Texas Tech the ever so slightest <laughs> advantage, 50.2% to 49.8%. Um, yeah, this is a tough one, man. Yeah, like this is. is one of those. This is one of those swing games. Mm-hmm. It really feels like. Yep, S- swing game in terms of. Yeah, the it's it's hard to see a pathway to uh, a total much more than bowl eligibility without this win. Possibly a seven, I guess, somewhere in there. But it's just hard, isn't it? And all I'm getting that with, and I think what you're implying too is it. It's hard to imagine you've not taking care of this game tomorrow, but feeling really good about going to Austin at the end, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that you've you've maneuvered your way back into a situation where you you could see potentially an end of the season where you're, you're pretty pleased with the end result. Not over the moon, not right. throwing a parade or building a statue, but pleased. Um, but I think that includes a win on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Lots more to get to on Tech Talk next on Double T 97.3. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus. I'm um, Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. We're joining you from the Overton Hotel and Conference Center, the uh, official home of Lubbock's biggest game day celebration. Wreck-em Alley at the Overton. Tomorrow they'll have uh, live music, patio games, cash bar, and, of course, all of your favorite game day foods and more. The excitement starts three hours before kickoff. And we'll continue after the game. Hopefully a, a happy yes. celebration. A happy uh, Garrett Luft and a uh, happy happy crowd and all the things, right? Yeah. Pumped. Uh, Raiders Ed has this. Uh, how, how old is too old for a shower beer? I finished some lawn work, cracked a beer, and decided I needed to take a shower I finished the beer in the shower, fair or foul. I think it's I think perfectly as fine. fair as yeah. fair can get. Yeah. I, uh, wiki, wiki, wiki. Let's get it on. Yeah. Last uh, this this past Saturday, I did a I did the I did the I'm, I did the mow the alley thing, which is a push mow. Sure. That's, a, that's a like okay, I'm going in. Sent a text to Dana in Atlanta and said, "Hey, if you don't hear from me in two hours, call, I got swallowed call up by the weeds." I, yeah, I did. I lost it. I lost, but uh, totally appropriate. Totally appropriate. Sure. I mean, you want to not have it in the direct shot so that you don't water water down the, the product, but no, having that thing sitting on a shelf or whatever, whatever, however hashtag blessed you are I, with I, the shower situation. I think that, uh, it, you know, it's a lot more acceptable if it immediately follows some kind of chore yeah. or strenuous activity. Like if it's just kind of a random Tuesday and you're getting ready to go to work. <laughs> yeah, it's 6 maybe, a.m. Maybe, beer. Yeah, maybe a shower beer is not the best. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, hey, or if you like start yeah. watering down your chores and you're like, ah, oh, I took my shoes off for the day. Ah, I've earned a shower beer. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, that's yeah. It needs to be. It needs to be. How old's too old for a morning Irish coffee? <laughs> it needs in to the be shower, hot and sweaty, something like that. And uh, it, or you shoveled off, you know, four neighborhood driveways and five-inch deep snow. Maybe we, How we give you that. How old's too old for a a wine <laughs> flight beer or a shower deal? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You might need to see, you might need to go get some counseling if you're carrying this out too far. Too far How old often. is too old for those Irish car bombs with lunch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Gus. Like, it, I hate this, but it really feels in so many different ways. Kind of this game, Saturday's game, a lot like the last time K State came to town. Right? Yeah. I mean, last time they were riding a pretty lengthy losing streak that had dated back to the year before, at least in Big 12 play. New coach. Uh, yeah. and, and this is not the same. I mean, they're, they're, they're down to the dumps, but not quite at that level. But still, they're down to the dumps. And there's some negativity surrounding the program, and they're kind of an underdog in this game. I think Texas Tech, you know, riding a bit high after winning two games in a row. Um, some excitement about potentially – Beating K State for the first time since 2015 is it that is that right? Um, yeah, when when Pat was here, I just yeah yeah I'm with you. This I'm is kind of one of those when you play people games. I think it's a uh, yeah it uh, maybe it's the uh, maybe the shoes on the other foot and the way the shoe was on the other foot in '09 against A&M. You know, like. Uh, maybe if if K State's coming in, you go, "Hey, we've done this before, fellas. Watch this. This is our annual get right game, right?" And and maybe the maybe that the shoes on the other foot this time. This from Tyler on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Wednesday morning, five a.m. shower beer. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Someone says this. Even if Wyoming ends up ten and three, Tech still has no still had no business losing that game. Understood. Uh, this on the chat line uh, from Raiders Dad. I'm not that surprised. ADU ate 10 hot dogs, <laughs> Ralphed on video, and then proceeded to eat gas station hot dogs for dinner. Open up and dump. Yeah, yeah that's true. Is that their story there? Yeah, yeah like, uh, what was it, 2010, I think it was? Yeah, we had a hot dog eating contest oh, and yeah, yeah, live yeah, yeah. on uh, Sorry. Got it. Fox yeah. 34 News Now. Yep, I remember. And uh, I thought this was Cody like a road Stutes. trip story. No, Cody Stoops <laughs> and I had a side bet, and so we tied in regulation. And so we went to a sudden death <laughs> overtime. <laughs> and uh, I was ahead. I was winning. But, uh, you know. Did the gag reflex it just started coming back up, Ugh. and I tried my best to like get it back down again, uh, but mm. uh, was unsuccessful. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, just ralphed into a uh, into a bucket over there, a trash can. Yeah, I, I, I like the uh, analogy of you saying you were winning because if it were like a race, you had like a couple strides, and then you just turned sure. and ran the other direction. Pop the hamstring, <laughs> it gets snipered. Dickens is gonna win. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, when was the last time Tech beat the reigning Big Twelve champions? Uh, it, it wasn't last year with Baylor. It was in Oklahoma in twenty twenty. Uh, 
Yeah. It could probably have to be one of the OU wins back in the O. Oh, like 11. That's a good question. 11 or 0 and 08, 06. Um, let's see. In 2013, it was not uh, 2011. No. Yeah, might It was Oklahoma in 2009. Yeah, they, yeah. they won the Big 12 in 2008. Yeah. Uh, and you went out and curb stomped them. Uh, in 2009, they played jump around, kind of cathartic, but didn't really mean anything because uh, it was. I mean, you were seven and four, right? But yeah, you won 41-13. Set up the uh, that set was up the uh, Alamo Bowl. That appearance. was the infamous uh, Nick game. Oh, really? Taylor Potts. Yeah, I didn't remember that. That was the game that uh, that the game Bradford got knocked out early, early, early. That was 07. Oh, all right. Bradford, okay. I think, yeah, in 09. That's right. That's right. Got hurt against like BYU in the first game of yeah. the season. Yeah, like yeah, that's right. Because BYU stomped them in Arlington. That was early Jerry World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, that was a not very good Oklahoma team. I think they were six and five after you beat them. Landry Jones was the uh, was the starter that kind of came in for for Bradford there after that first BYU game. Fourteen thirteen was the final there in Arlington. Uh, this is in the chat line. Uh, any tickets to give away today? Looking to take me and a buddy. We did have tickets. Uh, they have already been snagged. We do have a lot of Eclipse glasses for you, though, if you'd like uh, some of those as a consolation prize. More Tech Talk next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Gus, I'm Aaron. We're joining today from the Overton Hotel and Conference Center, the official Lubbock Hotel of the Texas Tech Alumni Association. They'll be hosting Lubbock's biggest game day celebration tomorrow. Wreckham Alley at the Overton starts three hours before Texas Tech kicks off against Kansas State. Uh, this on the chat line from Mr. B. Any word if Pat is here in town? Didn't have his best game last night, but did enough to get the win and set two more records. Covered the spread. There we talked go. about 10 and a half point spread, 19 to 8, right? You know, it's interesting, too, about the Chiefs. And to answer your question, I have no idea if he's in town right now or not. Um, it would be pretty cool if he was at the game, but I, I've not seen any kind of official confirmation of that. Um, the Chiefs, I think it's uh, it's fair to say that they haven't looked as, as I don't know, as dominant maybe as, as some were expecting. Offensively, I think, especially they're averaging, I think, 25 points a game, which is not terrible in the NFL, but it's also – you know, not what we've come to expect from Mahomes and that Chiefs offense. But uh, Nick Wright of uh, Fox Sports pointed out this uh, this morning, that through six games in the Mahomes era, the Chiefs have never had uh, a higher margin of victory, average margin of victory, than they have so far through this season. They've matched their best record through six games, uh, you know, 
again, under Mahomes, 5-1. and one. They've never had a 6-0 and oh start. And so while the offensive numbers are below what they have been, uh, defense playing very good, and you're beating teams by more than they have uh, up to this point under Mahomes. So uh, this in the chat line, uh, is Taylor Swift's uh, suite on the east or west side of the Jones? <laughs> I mean, I, I doubt so very seriously that it happens, you know. But what is what a zoo that would be, man. Yeah, maybe. maybe what a scene. Maybe the passion is burning so hot between her and Kelsey that they just can't be apart. Um, and maybe, just maybe, he comes in. This in the chat line. Maybe Morton could date Madonna. That would be a lot more fun to talk about <laughs> than Taylor Swift. <laughs> Yeah, like the 65-year-old version of Madonna. I agree. Holy cow. I mean, she would have been in her 40s when he was born. Yes. That would be a lot more fun to talk about. You know? That would be. I mean, think about all of the the puns that we could make, right? Like, you know. End of the first half, he threw it up like a prayer. <laughs> oh. You know? Uh, this on the chat line from Paolo. <laughs> we saw it happen last season where Tech won an exciting game, or dominated a game, and then got spanked the following week. Is this team better than that this year? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I, I, uh, I think this game's going to be one. My my assumption is that this game will be won through the air. Like, we'll have to do something through the air. I'm not saying we can't run it, but this team sets up. I mean, we talked about it. You you ran those numbers out there. They're the, they're the weakest uh, pass defense in the league. And uh, and they stopped the run really well. And sometimes, sometimes when teams are out of kilter, like that, like they're, hey, they've got the top-ranked rushing defense and they're really low in passing, the reason why they've got a really high-ranked passing defense is because, or excuse me, a really high-rushing defense is because nobody knows that because you can just throw at will uh, and or, their, or their flip Their corners it. are dinged up too, yeah, which doesn't help that. Exactly, and so I, that, that's what I'm saying. They, they're, maybe their run defense isn't as good as it looks statistically on paper because you can have your way with them through the air. I, I don't know. I think that you're right. I mean, if you look at their their game-by-game numbers, I think they only allowed six rushing yards in their opener to Southeast Missouri State or whatever it was, SEMO. And then 70 yards, give or take, rushing to, um, I don't know, whatever MAC team that they played and then Missouri. But in their two Big 12 games, um, I think, what, UCF ran for like a buck 43. And Oklahoma State ran for maybe 170-something. Both teams averaged as a team more than four yards a carry. So, I like the sound of that. I, I mean, is it going to be tougher, more challenging to run against K-State than Baylor last week? Definitely. 100%. But is it some kind of stone wall? No. And, you know, they may, they, they may t- tactically or, or you know, however we want to say this, they, they may – feel like they have to play with a lighter box you know less people in the box knowing hey we need help back there you know we need help back there we got to put six dbs on the field and so uh they may be doing some things to sacrifice some run game um 
you know, could could you know that that would be a a question for Coach Kitley and Coach McGuire and those guys probably in the uh, in the uh, you know Monday Monday presser. But uh, you know, depending on how this game turns out, but I uh, the, I mean, it, it doesn't feel like defensively they're playing like the Big Twelve champs last year. The the strength of this team, I think, or at least the perception of the the strength of this team coming in was returning all of those offensive linemen and um, I, I think coach McGuire referenced BB I think I think that was him maybe it was coach DeRuiter referenced BB one of their linemen as a NFL guy like a high draft pick and I'm one of these guys that's going to play for a long time uh, and then the senior quarterback and so the the quarterback and O-line obviously no Deuce Vaughn um, but you know that that that, that I think is the strength of it it, it really does seem and listen I've been doing this long enough to know that I, I could be eating these words on Monday. Well, maybe not Monday. I don't know that we'll be here on Monday. But I could be eating these words at some mm-hmm. point. Um, but it sure does feel like they lost a bunch of really, really good players. Not like, you know, dozens and dozens, but a solid good handful, maybe a handful and a half of really good players. Um, Deuce Fawn, chief among them. And they just haven't had anybody – um, step up and kind of replace that production or that that playmaking, right? Again, good job, Clint. <laughs> nice. Um, you know, and so at that point, they're a bit more of a mortal team when you don't have Deuce Vaughn kind of breaking through a, a dozen dudes and then you know skating into the end zone. More tech talk next. hey there how you going it's tech talk on double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com with gus i'm aaron we're joining you today from the overton hotel and conference center the official hotel of texas tech athletics of course red raiders hosting kansas state for a homecoming tomorrow evening at jones stadium our optimum game day live coverage starts at 7 a.m. here on Double T 97.3. Uh, this person asks on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, uh, is Tyler Shuck now off of the draft board? We, we talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the show. I, I think at this point right now, barring something kind of miraculous, um, you know, you, you, at best maybe a late-round pick. Um, you know, more than likely some kind of undrafted free agent deal. Um, I just, I think there's plenty to like, right? And as you kind of get later on in the draft, you're, you're, you're having to kind of talk yourself into guys versus at the top of the draft, it's like, hey, what, you're, you're nitpicking, right? What, what don't we like about this player um, that would maybe cause us to pass on them? A lot of good attributes for Shuck. And I think toughness is one of them. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, physical and mental, um, but yeah, I mean, you probably would would want to have seen more um, over his college career than what you did, um, you know, largely due to injuries. And so uh, he has all of the tools again, tangible, intangible, to, to succeed in the NFL um, and s- stick around. But you know, fourth round draft pick, third round draft pick, I, that seems unlikely. Yeah, I would think so. Um... I think uh, 
like I said, I think I, I think in his case, uh, he's shown enough, and then the measurables are going to look okay. And uh, I, I'd be stunned if he's not in camp with somebody. Now, drafted, free agent, that who knows? But I, I would think there's enough in the tank that he would get that shot. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm just letting everybody hear the conversation that Chuck Hines and the senior had it right. Like to the immediate right of us as we do this radio program. No, no, no it's just... That's a really I want to let the listeners in on the conversation that, that I'm sure they're hearing. I just, you know. Stop. You'll get uh, it on the recording. On the chat line. <laughs> they did. They did. Yeah, run it back. I <laughs> love it. Uh, this in the chat line. Do you think that we'll get an apparel announcement tomorrow? Nah, it's kind of fun to think about. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's possible. Um, you know. It's tricky because, you know, I'm sure that there is a lot of excitement about uh, this within tech circles, like official tech circles, right? The opportunity to potentially, um, barring some kind of Hail Mary from Under Armour, uh, align yourself in a very official, public, um, you know, way with your most prominent alum in Patrick Mahomes and, and the face of the NFL, a lot of excitement there, and and so I'm sure there's this desire to kind of shout it from the rooftops. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you you don't want to. I'm sure there's also a, a sentiment of not wanting to kind of rub it in Under Armour's face, sure, because I they've been a good partner to you, mm-hmm. they've been a, a loyal partner to you, and I think that this is not as much about being dissatisfied with Under Armour, um, or or not happy with kind of w- what they provide for you, as much as it is, hey. Pat is with Adidas. He, he's the biggest thing going on right now. His name's on our stadium. It would be foolish of us not to link arms with him as much as we can. So you don't want to just like, yeah, you know, yeah, this is be disrespectful, right? This isn't a hate. This isn't a, a decision that you feel like one side didn't deliver in double rods. Embarrass. You're, you're exactly right. And and uh, but I I can't believe were there to be a move toward Adidas at some point that. Patrick Mahomes, maybe in a social media post, sure. you know, as opposed to t- tomorrow at halftime. I don't know, but it's like you said, the the, the thought of being respectful to uh, Under Armour and this, uh, you know, would seem to be uh, uh, first and foremost because I think they've been, like you said, they've been nothing but a good partner. But I think that if you want to connect some dots, and to be clear, I don't even know if the dots are going to be in town, right? But the Chiefs played last night. I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of Patrick Mahomes' schedule, but I'm guessing that he's probably free tomorrow night for a few hours at least. Right. Um, you know, the the thought is that if you do end up with Adidas, I mean, the Mahomes brand will be a prominent part of that, of that arrangement, and so we're we're seemingly kind of at or near the end of that, you know, match window that Under Armour has contractually, mm-hmm. um, and so again. We don't know if these dots are even on the board, but it it seems natural to kind of connect them and and look at that game tomorrow. So what I heard you just say is that Taylor Swift was seen in a pair of Adidas last night at the Chiefs game. Is that what you just said? 
I'm, I'm kidding, of course. Right? <laughs> um, golly, like, I think she's going to make four. Bi- I think somebody actually said this on the chat line. She's going to make four billion off of this tour. Golly, and you know the movie debut tonight. Yeah, and that thing's hundreds of millions. Uh, and and I had a friend, a coworker today, who's got a nine-year-old daughter, maybe ten-year-old daughter, and she said tomorrow, you know, like they made the commitment, you know, when this announcement came out about the m- movie, what a month ago or whatever, that you know. The, the, the little friend group girls and the moms are going to the concert, not tonight, but the mo- the concert movie tomorrow at four or whatever. And and she was like, you know, and, and she goes, she, I mean, she even said the little girls like, you think people will be like standing up singing in the theater? And I thought, you know, that's not out of the question. I wouldn't think at a m- movie concert that's probably going to be fairly heavy on little girls, you know, that, that like let her rip, man. What a, what a what yeah, well, an interesting I, scene! That I don't is. I can't imagine there will be many like, you know, single ticket purchasing middle aged right. men that are just there for the the film. Yeah. You know, like shh. You yeah, know. exactly. You think this is like? No, I didn't get to go to the concert. You're disturbing so my long. film viewing experience. <laughs> yes, you know the director in this was. Uh, yeah, but you would think that this is about as a uh, as uh, concert adjacent as yeah. it gets. And Beyonce's got her movie coming out in a couple months. Here we go, Dickens. Uh, this in the chat line from Scott. Realistically, is Tyler really an NFL quarterback backup maybe? He can't keep from getting hurt in the four, first four weeks of a season. Who would want him and why? I mean, Nick Shimanek got a little bit of a run in the NFL, right? I think practice squad probably. Um, Tyler Shook is at least that. He'll be in camp with somebody and he'll get a chance to I – mean, you're not you're – not, if, if, if you like something about him, you're not going, ah, let's not invite that dude. He broke his collarbone two years ago. It's yeah. just not going to happen that way. This on the chat line, uh, Adidas is good for basketball, terrible for football uniforms. I mean, I don't uh, – I bet they'll be fine. You know? Yeah. I bet they'll be fine. And, I, you know, the how, how the – I would be curious were this to take place, how the – Mahomes branding would fit in, you know, like where it would fit in. Is that a is that it, a brand on a shoulder yeah, pad? Is I it think a, it would yeah. take place of where your Under Armour tag is right now, or where an Adidas tag would be for like a Nebraska or a Georgia Tech or whatever. Yeah, I think you would be a what is it a PM two school or yeah. I mean again I don't even know what it is. Uh, in, in, much like that, uh, Oklahoma's a, an air like a Jordan mm-hmm, school mm-hmm. or Michigan. Uh, this from Scott. Sorry, I haven't been a Tyler fan. I think he's more worried about Tyler than the team. Wish we had Donovan and Beaton. Wow. Uh, Wyoming ran over LOL. Um, this person says in the chat line, uh, I bet Mahomes' schedule is slightly fuller than the AD typical video games and underwear schedule, even <laughs> in the off week. You're probably right. Oh, it's more strenuous than you'd think. You what, know? About, you gotta, what about the AD wife out of town schedule? Oh, that's pretty full. <laughs> this has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.